Welcome back to a new episode of Coach's Corner, this time with girls soccer. I'm Grace Coleman with Hudson Chen for HW Media, and we are joined with Coach Richard Sims for the Varsity Girls Soccer Team. So to start off, how has it been seeing this year's team and their successes as a, as a coach at Harvard-Westlake? It's been a really fun season. We have uh, a very young team. We only have one senior on our team this year, and so watching the development of, of the young players has been really exciting and, and rewarding, and, and also watching the team come together, you know, socially bonding, getting along really well. It's a group that enjoys each other's company, so every day is fun, and, and we're getting better. You know, as the from the start of the season to now, we've improved a lot, and so uh, we're excited. We have a big game tomorrow, and playoffs start next week, and so it's it's the most fun time of the year. Great. And I know you talked about how young your team is, but who would you say maybe are the leaders or who has stepped up into a leadership role of the team this year? Yeah. Um, Jada Pryor is our one senior, and, and so for sure she's had a, a, a big impact from a leadership perspective. Uh, Gemma Ozturk and Vicki Pugh are the other two captains. Uh, but Maddie Grant is a great leader on our team. Uh, Ashley Reese has been doing an amazing job as a leader, and Sasha Salvaggio is a freshman, but she's our goalkeeper, and so she's really the kind of the captain of the defense, and, and she has really stepped up. There's a lot of pressure to be a freshman goalkeeper and, and you know, lead the varsity team, but she's been amazing. So it's, a, it's sort of leadership by committee, um, but it's been great. That's great to hear. So obviously you have these great leaders on your team, um, but in terms of your own coaching style, how would you say that process looks before or after a match? Uh, in terms of just me coaching the team or the leadership part? Uh, what, whatever you want to answer, honestly. <laughs> sure. Um, well, my process is, is definitely collaborative. We're very fortunate as a school and as a department and as a program to have the resources to have an amazing staff. So it's not just me coaching the team. You know, we really have a, a great staff. My assistants, Walter, Chris, and Lindsay are, are really involved in what we would do on a game day or, or on a practice day to figure out a starting lineup, substitution patterns, formations that we're going to play. It's really collaborative, um, and I'm blessed for that because I'm, I would not be as successful if I tried to do it by myself. Um, and then even collaborative with the players from the time we meet before the game into the warm-up and then into, into executing the game plan, it's it's really done together so everybody feels a part of what we're trying to achieve. And we've been really flexible this year in the way that we've played. We've played a lot of different styles, and, and we're giving a lot of players opportunities to contribute uh, and so that's really the style, if I had to say it, is to be as inclusive in, as possible. It's not really me dictating to everybody. It's it's mm-hmm. us figuring out together how we can be successful. That's great. And what would you say has been maybe the biggest hurdle for this team that to overcome this season? Uh, inexperience. Inexperience. You know, there, there are, the way it manifests is when things either aren't going our way or when things are going our way, we have a tendency to overreact. So, you know, if we fall behind, there's a little bit of, of uncertainty in the team. If we get ahead, we maybe get a little overconfident or lose our concentration. Those are experience things, you know. So as the players gain more experience throughout the season, we're hoping that they'll manage and navigate those moments um, with more confidence uh, and just understand just because we score doesn't mean the game is over, and just because we fall behind doesn't mean the game is over. You know, So just getting them to, to stick with whatever the, the team's plan is for that day, that's the biggest area you know, for us. So depending on your opponent, would you say you have like a specific game plan depending on that team, or is your focus more on the performance of uh, the girls you're coaching? Yeah, it's a good question. It depends. Um, mm-hmm. it, when we're playing in a league game, then we'll have a pretty specific plan for who we're playing against. The league also, we play everybody twice, so particularly that second game, you know, we, we can really take the feedback from the first game to to address whatever it is that we need to 
perform in the way that we want to perform. If we're playing in preseason or in, in tournament play, which we did over winter break, that's more about us. That's just what we're trying to develop within our, our team plan. And then particularly when we get into the playoffs, there'll be pretty pretty detailed scout reports and, and we'll, be, we'll be very focused on how to beat that specific opponent because it's a single elimination game. Got it. Um, and what would you say um, you're most proud of this season from your team? I think it is the amount of individual growth that's leading to team growth. So at the beginning of the season, a lot of players who lacked varsity experience who were who were competing for playing time, and that process is not always smooth. You know, people are disappointed they're not starting or they're not playing a position they're used to or they're having setbacks that they maybe don't deal with in their in their club soccer environment. And so helping them understand what the program is all about, what the team is all about, and getting them to prioritize the team's needs over their individual needs is always the challenge in a team sport. And particularly at a school like Harvard Westlake, where we're so blessed to have kids who are used to being successful, you know, they're they're high achievers. And so coming into an environment where everybody's a high achiever and, and figuring out where you fit uh, is really where the most rewarding work takes place. And the kids in our program have really adapted and adjusted to the team first philosophy in a way that, you know, I think sets us up for success. So that's been really fun and, and rewarding to watch. That's very cool. So obviously you you have such a team of very strong players. Do you find it difficult to pick who's actually performing on match day or how do you base that? <laughs> that's probably the hardest, <laughs> the hardest part of the job. Yeah, you know, there, there are so many good players and they all want to play and keeping them motivated is important too, right? Like we don't want to just sort of have this set 11 players that are going to start and play every game and that mm-hmm. because then you have sort of a haves and have nots scenario where the, the quote unquote bench loses motivation if it doesn't see any incentive or opportunity to get into the lineup. So we try not to have a set starting 11. We want there to be true competition and we want it to be a meritocracy where whoever's playing the best. Our sport is very subjective. So, you know, me ultimately having to be the one who decides who plays it just comes with the territory of being a coach. I have to accept that part. And then the players have to accept that part too, you know, that it's it's not personal. It's us trying to figure out, you know, how we can put the team in the best position for success. And that's the area where I think we've had the most growth this year, you know, where I think players struggled to understand that at the beginning of the season. And maybe I struggled to communicate it effectively. And so now we're much more aligned, like people have a better idea of, of what we're doing. For sure. And, you know, what would you say has been your favorite moment from this season so far? Yeah. Um, there have been there have been a few really good moments. Uh, last Wednesday was Alyssa Thompson night, and we scored the tying goal in the last minute of the game. That was exciting in front of a crowd, and, you know, nobody wanted to lose on that night. And, and so that was really <laughs> that was a really fun moment. Um, we had a couple of big come-from-behind games out in Arizona. But Arizona itself was just a great chance. We were there over winter break, and it was just a great chance for our team to spend more time together and get to know each other. Um, and then this past Friday, we were at Marymount, which is a very small, small field and hard place to play. And we fell behind and fought back and won the game two to one. And it felt like a good moment for us to kind of come together as a team, because as I mentioned earlier, we weren't always responding to falling behind in the best way. And that was the first time where we had a, a big comeback win and felt really good about it. So yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Tomorrow night we play for a league title. Next week we start playoffs. So there's, there's more big games to come and, and hopefully we'll, we'll perform. That's great. So looking at yourself as a coach, do you think you have a particular professional player who you've drawn inspiration from? Wow, what a question. Um, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, I watch a lot of professional soccer, and so it would mm-hmm. depend on which time in my life you ask me that question. There have been so many great players uh, throughout my lifetime. Currently, um, 
That's such a hard one to answer. I'm I'm a Manchester United fan. I grew up in Manchester, England, and Cristiano Ronaldo came up as a Manchester United player, and so he's probably still you know the guy that I that I respect the most his game and and how hard he works. Um, and then in the women's game, it's Alyssa. So you know I'll I'll be yeah. su- I'll be supporting Alyssa and Giselle throughout their careers and and Aww. you know rooting for them. That's great. Um, so lastly, um, how do you assess the, obviously the season isn't over yet, but how do you assess the growth and development of, um, your players and the team so far? Yeah, I'm really happy with where we are right now. Um, it it has been a process. It hasn't been, you know, smooth all the time. We've had setbacks. We've had games where we were disappointed in how we played. We've had individuals who, who have needed to show more growth, but, We've done the work, you know, to to be where we want to be going into tomorrow's game and going into the playoffs. And so now it's the foundation is there. We just got to go play now, you know, which is the most fun part. It's like, let's go play the game. You know, we've done all the preparation. So now now we go and see if we can get the reward, which would be hopefully winning. Winning tomorrow night would mean a league title. And that's that's always our first objective with a season. And so yeah, ask me again at seven o'clock tomorrow night if we've if, <laughs> if we've done the work, but we've tried. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Coach Sims, and best of luck with the rest of the season and the postseason. I'm Hudson Chen with Grace Coleman for HW Media, and we'll see you next time for Coach's Corner. Go Wolverines!